East High. Hello, folks. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 2, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And I'm Tyler. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Three episodes in a row is a lot. <laughs> and we've got Gio back with us today. Hello, Gio. Hello, I'm back. That's right. You stayed the whole weekend. I did. Wow. Yep. We had a, we had we made cookies and we had a pillow fight and we got pizza. And you All watched High School over. Musical too. <laughs> yeah, we we did a movie marathon, I guess. <laughs> but only up to this minute, because Tyler still won't spoil <laughs> the end. Well, it was it, as Condra as Condra already said, we did a, we did three episodes of recording today, and so I actually watched three minutes of this movie at a time. Oh boy! Instead of two minutes of this movie at a time. I was like, whoa, I'm going too far ahead here. I know, I got so overwhelmed by the prospect of you knowing more. <laughs> Not like there's more to learn. He's just singing a song and dancing about. Anyway, what are we talking about this minute? We're talking about minute 89 of High School Musical 2. Minute 89 starts out with, did you ever get on a ride and want to get off? And ends with, did you ever blame the world and never blame you? So all bet <sighs> on it, all minute long. <laughs> like a car sale (laughs) (laughs) i just want to say bread on it which is um how i how i like my pasta dinners Mm. bread on it or bread with it i don't know man (laughs) (laughs) my like my like dad joke instincts like to always make a pun on everything whenever i hear bed on it i'm like yeah bread on it (laughs) But but it doesn't make sense because usually you put things on bread instead of putting bread on something. Mm. You could have made it with an open faced sandwich. Yeah, like you know what I like to put bread on it. Mm. <laughs> so so in this scenario, because people don't make open faced sandwiches at home, you, you order them at restaurants. Someone ordered an open faced sandwich intentionally and then you're like you know what can you put a piece of bread on it (laughs) what if it was a different bread than the bottom bread though and like that was the point chaos utter chaos anyway geo welcome back thank you uh happy to be here happy to we we originally had set up for you to be on a a different minute of this podcast I wasn't uh, gonna but then, announce my mistake like that, Tyler. Thanks. Scheduling. I was just gonna say scheduling didn't work out. I wasn't gonna throw you under the bus. Oh, thanks. Bus on it. <laughs> and that didn't work out. So now we got you on bed on it. It seems like a good trade off. Yeah, I think it worked out for me. You did want to talk about Troy shirtless, but but now I get to see him. You know, angstily power walking in a polo shirt. So. <laughs> Angstily is an adverb. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) So I I would say this minute has some of the more iconic dance moves. Gio, maybe you can help me here. Like the most memed, the the most other than one particular scene, like one, one particular moment later on can i can i guess yeah can i guess because i think it's i think it's when we have like a medium close-up of him and he's like reaching out with his hand like doing like a like a beckoning Mm. motion his shakespeare pose yeah yeah that i think it's that that is one yeah 
Yeah, that one um, is often played or was often played on Tumblr with the Romeo and Juliet where Romeo, the, the actor who plays Romeo, looks identical oh, to Zac Efron. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun thing to remember like once every six months. Like, oh, yeah, there's that other guy who looks exactly like Zac Efron. Yeah. So there's that one, Ty. And then you want to guess the other one? Uh, well, one of the ones that I wrote down was when, when he's kind of walking and he like punches his hand twice and then like spreads his arm. <laughs> I like that. But I honestly, there's there's so much going on here. I don't remember anything else. His his big kneel and spread. Mm. <laughs> okay. When when he just I, like lays him, himself on the ground, basically. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah like the knees apart kneel. Yeah. Yeah, With his arms like, the, like a rock to star kneel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Smite me, almighty oh smiter. <laughs> I do think in another song, literally every frame of this song could be like the most memeable frame in that song, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he's, he just does so much good stuff. Like the, the punch and arms out power walking, so funny. <laughs> he just stands there with his hands on his head at one point. Like, his push the push away where he like is lunging and like does the yoga move with his arms spread mm-hmm. out it's it's so interesting because Condra, as you said in the last minute like six they spent six days shooting this and maybe they haven't done like the thing or like the stunt or whatever that is taking all of this time but you can tell just from the setup here that they're doing more camera work than they normally do yeah mm-hmm especially in this minute we get a big like we get a big shot where you know Zach is kind of in the middle of the of the frame at all times but the camera is rotating around him and that's way more camera stuff than we've had from Kenny Ortega in in any of these movies really that sort of steady cam style movement we do see this in Santa Fe in Newsies though like Kenny's not Kenny loves the the single sad boy song. Santa Fe yeah. is another one of those that has that very much that this similar vibe, angsty boy crying in the street. I think so. The thing when you have a steady cam is that you need to choreograph both the actor or actors and the camera person who is operating it. Right, that both of those people need to be in perfect sync. And so it's adding difficulty to it instead of just like setting the camera up and rolling. So that's why I'm saying it's it's clear that this would take more time and credit to them for trying to do something ambitious here. And, and Steadicam is often used to emphasize more like visceral emotional scenes because it feels like you're there. I just watched uh, the new, it's a Spanish and Argentinian film actually. Um, it's called Official Competition. It's got Penelope Cruz and Antonio Banderas in it. Hmm. Um, And it's about Penelope Cruz plays a director and Antonio Banderas and another actor play two actors and they're rehearsing uh, a very dramatic film. But Penelope Cruz's character is kind of an eclectic director. She has them do all these very weird exercises to rehearse. And most of the film, it's not, it's not like Wes Anderson-y where it's like a lot of wide shots with parallel framing, Mm -hmm. but for, for most of the film, the camera is very still. But there's one scene in the middle when they're rehearsing like the climax of the movie that they're going to shoot where you get steady cam again, or not again, for the first time. And the camera's moving along with the actors 
and you feel like very intense in the moment feelings, not the very detached way of like, we're from the outside. Um, as Gio used to like to sing when we were roommates on the outside, <laughs> always looking in, um, <laughs> you're, but you're there in there with it. And so that's what we're feeling with Troy here. It's not like we're watching. I mean, we are kind of voyeur, voyeuristically watching a, a boy dance through a golf course, but we're also there with him. Yeah. The camera definitely elevates the emotional connection where like we were saying with Fabulous, it felt very dream sequency and we were like looking from above watching this unfold. This, we're much more in it. We we're getting these close-ups of his face and we're seeing like just his arms sometimes and his hands doing things. And this morning I had thoughts of the opening of the new West Side Story with the jets and like the similar movement uh, choreography he's doing would be as if he was part of a of a jets style gang like uh, like the prologue yeah where they're kind of just like doing ballet in the streets yeah it's maybe a little more aggressive and a little less graceful than than west yeah. side story more like the more like the second half of the prologue where they're like actually fighting, fighting. like dance fighting yeah <laughs> But it has a very interpretive dance element to it that he is physically miming his sentiments. There's the push away. There's the get in my head and his hands are on his head. <laughs> He's breaking and he kind of collapses in on himself in the in the second half of the, the minute. He's feeling throughout his whole body what he's singing. Yeah, it's a very, this song has a very masculine energy, you know? Like, mm. all of the dancing <laughs> is extremely, like, the movements feel like they have a lot of power in them. And I think it's interesting that, like, we just came from, like, essentially Gabriella's angsty song. And, like, I didn't... I'm, I'm talking about this from memory because I haven't watched this movie in probably a couple of years. But, like, in Gabriella's angsty songs, both in this movie and in the last movie, she does not move nearly as much and it's a lot more sort of still and sort of more on the sad side of angsty than the angry side of angsty whereas um in troy both sort of get your head in the game sort of an angsty song and this song very angsty like a lot more angry a lot more movement uh, some of those movements might be a little just sort of as some of the movements it feels like someone just told him just move angrily. <laughs> and he just started like throwing his <laughs> arms around, you know? Do we think Charles Klapau choreog- uh, did the choreography for this one? Or do you, do you think this is it's, a Kenny? It's, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Like, we don't know the nitty gritty of like what the choreographer like does on set. Are they helping the extras? Are they helping every single thing? I'm sure it's a collaborative process. Yeah. It's just thinking about Kenny's other choreography work. Yeah, he's obviously involved. <laughs> yeah. But Gio, I do like your point about like, yes, the, the, the way that these movies continue to like reinforce the gender stereotypes of like girls feel emotion in this way and boys feel emotion in this way. Like this one feels more angry and Gabriella's feels more sad because girls are supposed to feel sad and boys are supposed to feel angry. Yeah. 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 
is what the movie's saying, not yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, the masking of pain in in this song is a problem. And well, I suppose it could be asked whether the movie is investigating that. Like the movie is definitely asking, like, what is the right way for Troy to process his emotions? Mm. And this is him trying this out. He's trying the because it's yes, it's a it's a song that has anger in it, but it's also a song about, you know, self-empowerment and like recentering one's focus. Um, He says, I'm not going to stop. That's who I am. I'll give it all I got. That is my plan. Um, Will I find what I lost? You know, you can bet on it, bet on it, bet on it, bet on me. And, and particularly, I mean, the next line, I want to make it right. That is the way to turn my life around. Today is the day. A very carpe diem, now Kenny is, Ortega. Now is the time to see is the day. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, they're going to see there's hell to pay. <laughs> I love Newsies so much. <laughs> Just in case people uh, forgot, I really, really love Newsies. But it, it's it's all about Troy saying like, okay, like I've, yes, I've I've lost myself but you know what? Today here, I'm I'm finding myself again. I'm going to I'm going to keep going forward, but I'm also going to do it the way that I want to do it. I'm not going to let these other people say what I have to be. I'm going to do it and did it my way. Like, you know, I think this is similar to Gabriella's song too, like her reclaiming of her choice in that respect. Like they're they've got similar thoughts. Gabriella did it at night and she was like, yep, this is it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And and Troy's decided a couple days later, you know what? I'm done. Gabriella was the spark to feed the flame of hope. <laughs> okay. Whatever that line is. <laughs> okay, Star Wars. <laughs> um, Gio, I have a question for yes. you. Did you ever get on a ride and want to get off? <laughs> um... No, the closest I've come. One time I got a lift and the guy drove very dangerously, and I did want to get <laughs> off. <laughs> I guess that's that's a good answer, though. That's, that's a good answer. answer. Good answer. <laughs> I think the second time I did the Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, I was like, "Why mm. am I doing this to myself again?" I got very <laughs> sick on that ride the first time. Mm. Um, so I, but I wanted to go back on and see the cool animatronics, and I was like, "This was a mistake." <laughs> Mm. I like how the implication of Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, the ride, is that the Forbidden Journey is that they're giving some random muggles a tour of Hogwarts yeah. and they shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've ever, like, eaten bad food or, like, food that made me sick and then been like, you know, I kind of know I shouldn't, but I'm going to have it again. <laughs> like... I- I do that all the time. There are like certain foods I cannot eat. And last mm-hmm. week I totally broke down and I ate fried dough. And I was like, yeah, I'm sacrificing a whole day tomorrow to be sick. <laughs> but I want this fried dough in this minute. That's fair. Yeah. Popcorn at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need I don't need a large, but yeah, mm, I want one. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you ever push away the ones? <laughs> did you ever push away the ones you should have held close? That's a more personal question. Mm. When we were roommates, there was that one semester where. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Condra, 
it literally became a, a joke that Gio was a cryptid and <laughs> we didn't <laughs> we didn't know if he actually existed. Yeah, I would like pull all nighters in just like a random classroom and just sleep there like multiple nights a week. To the listeners at home, would not recommend. Try to sleep in a bed if you can. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you ever let go? Did you ever not know? This one's this one's too abstract for me. I don't think I, I spend a I spend a lot of time not knowing. I would have to say. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I feel both of these deeply. I, I have let things go, and I, I not know a lot. <laughs> I'm I'm constantly not knowing. <laughs> yeah. Um, even though I even though I front that I know everything. Mm. That's what you have. To I'm do trying to be humble world. right now. Yeah. I really like that Troy is questioning all these things and then he's trying to invigorate himself. Like, he's like, yeah, bet on it. I can do this. Yeah. Like, yeah, all these things are overwhelming, but I still got this. Like, he's betting, he's like, yeah, bet on me. I got this. Like, It would have been more interesting if his father had said something, like, he had said bet on it, like, in his speech. Mm. Like, that would, oh, that would have been good writing. Like, you know, you're like, if his speech was like, you know what? I've const like I've constantly been taking risks, but you know what? I've I've always bet on you, son. Like I'll I'll always Aww. put my faith in you. Like mm. so if like that was the metaphor, he spurs Troy to have faith in himself because he has faith in him. It just yeah, if he would have actually used, I will bet on him. But like betting on a person is not always great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> betting on a high school athlete, I guess, doesn't necessarily. Makes sense. <laughs> um, but, you know, bet, we use bet metaphorically a lot. Yeah. yeah. I really like the transition from the golf course to this, like, deserty hill, quote unquote. Yeah, the rocky. The, it's yeah. like yeah. dusty brown. And he's like, how will I know if there's a path worth taking? And he's just, like, walking through the brush. Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> tightrope walking this little path that he found. Should I question every move I make? With all I've lost, my heart is breaking. What has he lost? I mean... Gabriella. Yeah, he just got dumped. So he is probably legitimately heartbroken right now. Yeah, but also, like, he he got dumped because he, like, got a promotion and is getting a lot of stuff. Like, it's not all... If, if he said, with what I've lost then that would make more sense because you're thinking about one particular thing that he lost. But he hasn't lost everything. I mean, he lost his friends as well. Like, I, Zeke, I'm being Jason, and yeah. Chad are ghosts, <laughs> like, giving him the absolute silent treatment. Yeah, Even I mean, Kelsey. to some extent, this does feel like... Like, there are a couple journeys Troy is on in this song, right? But it does feel like one of those journeys is, like, it doesn't matter, like, college isn't worth me losing like literally all of my friends from my last year of high school, which I think is to some extent like a journey. A lot of people who get sucked up in like the whole meritocracy obsessiveness of school Mm -hmm. where like a lot of times you have to choose to balance work and school. And I think Troy is realizing that he did not make that balance correctly in this song a little bit. Definitely. I, yeah, it'd be it'd be nice if the movie had given him like, like more succinct choice. Not succinct, but like, I, as we've said many times, clearer choices on like, oh, he 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 chose to, 
not just like have bad timing, but like chose to spurn or yeah. or betray his friends in order to get what he wants. Because it, it it doesn't the betrayal ha- doesn't necessarily feel like it's all there. Yeah, I feel like we can extrapolate from you know what Condra's learned from the novelization <laughs> from um, <laughs> that this is like this is taking place towards the end of the summer. That like these things that Troy has been doing, he's like whatever two or three times where he's upset his friends are actually indicative of a very large pattern that he's been doing this summer, but like they didn't show it in the movie. So it's pretty hard to get that without, you know, reading the novelization and like doing the extrapolation <laughs> yourself. Um, yeah. Seven, seven or eight year old. It doesn't hit the same way. Yeah. But this song does hit this. Yeah. This song is very good. Yes. Um, we've been talking about the lyrics and like the 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 content of the song, but like just like the vibe of the song is amazing. The the chorus, I'm not gonna stop. That's who I am. Like the first time through the chorus, it kind of goes, that's who I am. It goes down, but then uh, on the second time around the chorus, it's like I want to make it right. That is the way. It like goes up. Mm-hmm. Like it was a clever songwriting thing to like have the chorus have the same beat, but like a, like a slightly adjusted melody up, down and up on either side of the chorus. I liked that. Yeah. Is this, how many other songs have you been like only a minute in and said, oh yeah, this is a good song. Uh, okay, but to be get fair, your like, head in the game. I've, he was mm, like I've definitely too. heard this song before. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I can actually take full blame for Tyler having heard this song before because I have a playlist from two of my favorite YouTubers, Dan and Phil. Mm-hmm. Um, their first world tour, they featured this song in their like audience playlist before they went on stage. Like they just had bet on it play in in the concert. <laughs> like so, like I have that. Playlist. It's a good walk on song. It is. I would I would walk on to this song. I don't think they walked on to this song because they played um, Welcome to the Black Parade right before they would walk on, like get people <laughs> really hyped and then they'd walk on. But I think to have this song like in a in a pre-show playlist is like it's a lot of fun. It gets it gets people excited. And um, so, yeah, yeah I, I've definitely played. This I like the, the car I like the pre-show playlist. That's just like we're just going to do the memes like. <laughs> well, no, that that's what this like this playlist has like all star by Smash Mouth. It has like the Pokemon theme song. It has like yeah. this. It's yeah. yeah it's I've I've heard bet on it in other contexts from you. Don't worry, it's not your fault. Eh, probably though. <laughs> a lot of it is my fault. <laughs> no, it's actually not. I am sure I have also mm-hmm. played bet on it for Tyler before. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, back in college in Geo's car there was only only Disney CDs. Yes. Nice. Uh, yes. High School Musical. But you just like the- order a, a bunch of like you just ordered a bunch of CDs yeah. off of Amazon. Uh, it was on. I, I straight up just like found a lot of Disney CDs and it was like twenty CDs for like fifteen bucks on eBay. Um, that's nice. someone who like probably their kid became kid went from thirteen to fourteen and started hating everything made for younger kids and just like sold all their CDs. You know? <laughs> so there were some bangers in there. We haven't come to the most iconic part of the song, I guess. That comes later. But even like the, you know, the everybody's always talking at me. Like you have the you have the the verse and the pre-chorus of the did you ever and then you have the chorus. 
like it's just a well structured song and like yeah we're a minute and 10 seconds into it and it doesn't feel like the song should already be over like i'm ready for another two minutes of it Mm. even though it will look silly you know what's interesting that i just realized the two writers of this song this is their first step in high school musical like they are not from one they had done like hannah montana and jump in and like other decoms mm. and like they oh, do did they Camp write the Rock jump in later. song um i don't know if they did jump this song in. does have jump in vibes so yeah. that makes sense um, but it's just like, there's only the one song in jump in right yeah i don't know i haven't seen jump in in eon so but right, they do like the camp jump rock movie too. yeah it's yeah. a jump okay. rope movie yeah but they also do camp rock and i'm like thinking about it i'm like maybe that's it like getting the new writers for this song they they come back for three spoiler alert mm-hmm. but it it helps change the vibe because we if not we are just dealing with the same three four writers from the first movie that it's like oh yeah this song is like this song and like yeah. this song does stand out i was gonna say this song certainly feels like it was written like not with the like expert knowledge of the intricacy intricacies of the plot. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of the generic angsty vibe. Yeah. And like, it just kind of feels like, Oh, we wrote a song and here's where we insert it in. Um, but also it works. Um, it feels like it feels right. Like it doesn't feel too forced in terms of like the, the lyrics that don't say anything that's like, just completely not true (laughs) yeah i mean it does feel like this type of song or this song in specific like i can imagine a brief for something like that on it that you would give to like a songwriter it's like you know you don't need to know all the stuff that troy's going through like all of the in like complexity and depth that this movie has in it um (laughs) uh you just need to know like this guy just lost a bunch of his friends just got dumped he's going through a really tough time and like here are the things he feels like like he feels like people keep trying to manipulate him he feels like he doesn't have control of his life and like i don't think i think you can do a lot with that brief that Mm -hmm. this song shows uh my last question what does it mean did you ever blame the world and never blame you or are you wondering what that means or like, I don't, like, or are you I don't asking know. if we have felt that way? <laughs> no, I'm kind of asking what it means. Cause like it's freight. Like I understand what it means. Like, did you ever like say, Hey, it's other people's fault, not mine. Um, which doesn't necessarily feel like the right message for this song. Yeah. Um, but also, and, and it's also phrased poorly. <laughs> so I'm interpreting it as like a, oh, this is that, this person's fault. This is this person's fault. Like, this is the fault of this. But it's like, how, what am I doing that's also um, compounding on this situation? So Troy's not being introspective. Like, am I doing things wrong? Am I not communicating correctly with Gabriella and saying, oh yeah, I'm trying out for this scholarship thing. So I can't, I may have to cancel okay, some stuff. I get like, it. I get it now. It's the other way around. He should, you should blame you. Yeah. Yeah. You should be part <laughs> of that, that disc like understanding of yourself. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. I, I was also thinking about it similar to Tyler. I think I like was thinking about it because I think some of the other lines are like about things that are explicitly happening to him. I was thinking about this as like a kind of step back for Troy. Like 
you shouldn't be blaming the world and not blaming yourself. Like you, the world had things to do with it, specifically like one um, mean blonde girl. <laughs> but like, this is also partially your fault and like blaming just the world. But if this is him like recognizing that, I think that makes a lot of sense and is like a good thing to have him. Yeah. That's like a therapy thing. Like, yeah. no, the other people aren't going to do it. You get it. You need to do it. Mm-hmm. It's that sentiment of be the change you want to see in the world, but also <laughs> one person. It depends on the level of change <laughs> that you're trying to make. Yeah. Change starts from within. Yeah. yeah. And Troy is just learning what that means. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's hard for us to just kind of like break down all of the dancing and stuff. It's very silly. He like runs and struts and it's broad daylight. Like it's, it's funny. He spins in the air, not in the air, but like he spins around. (laughs) Yeah. Let's get some wire work in here. I love his spins. I love, I think he's done spins, like done choreographed spins at other points. And I always love. Breaking free. Yeah. I always love Troy's um, choreographed spins. They're just, they're just so extra, but in such a like, in such a good way. It's like he makes himself bigger. Yeah. There's something like there's a bigness to it. Like <laughs> he's like I, a, I know exactly what you're he's talking about. He's like a about, peacock. <laughs> it's not that he's necessarily puffing like himself out, but it just like in him taking up more space, it makes it seem fuller. Yeah. Wow. We did it. We <laughs> talked about bet on it. This is the moment we've been waiting for. Did it did did it live up to the hype? Hard to say. Well, you're having a good time already, yeah. Ty. Yeah, I liked Gio's point about like, how often have you actually enjoyed one of these songs? <laughs> I do feel like I... you often come around by the end, but I feel like almost every time, the first couple minutes of the song, you're like, I, this is just a bad song, and it doesn't make sense <laughs> in the movie, and I don't really know what's going on. Which I think that's like the that's like the Stockholm sy- syndrome that this movie mm. uh, this this whole series really <laughs> does with you. It's like you're like it's corny, but I like it. But I don't know. I like things to be a little bit further in a direction. Like the High School Musical movies play like very much middle ground. Whereas like you're talking to me, I love Cats. Like I just like I just want it to be terrible and weird. I would rather watch like Cats or Rocky Horror Picture Show than this i just the, personally the camp that this movie has and and i know there's an element of nostalgia in here so i get that but like it's funny it's just like the campiness of it is so unlike rocky horror or or cats it, it's got its own youthful campiness yes a naivete Gets you back in the brain of a seven-year-old, and you're like, yes. <laughs> when my big concern was, will Troy and Gabriella kiss? <laughs> <laughs> That's still my big concern. I don't know what you're talking about. Gio, any final thoughts on Bread on it? Or the movie in general? Um, anything Tyler should keep an eye out for? Well, not really. I mean, there's a very good, I don't know if either of you have seen Tyler probably hasn't, but there's a very good video about uh, that Lin Manuel Miranda uh, put out, like when he was in college. That's a parody on Bet on It, and it's him like talking about how he's like never gonna finish in the, writing in the Heights, but like he's definitely going to. You can bet on it. 
So if you haven't seen it, I bet you could find it if you just Google Lin-Manuel Miranda bet on it. Yeah. Um, if you want to right really embrace the cringe of LMM. Exactly. <laughs> but other than that, no, I think uh, I've had a great time. I'm looking forward to listening to the rest of the Bet On It Minutes. Are you going to listen to these episodes of yourself? I didn't last time, so probably not. I tried, and then as soon as I started speaking, I just had to turn it off. <laughs> and that's why I didn't edit the first season of our podcast. <laughs> Took me a while to get used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get there over time. Anyway, thank you, Gio, thank for joining you. us. It was really, really delightful to talk to you. Not like I don't talk to you every week. <laughs> yeah. It was nice uh, to see your face again. Yeah, um, it was very fun being on. I can't wait to come on for the next movie. Uh, And I will actually remember to (laughs) to schedule. You'll let me know what you want, and then Mm -hmm. then I'll make sure it actually happens. I already have an idea. Oh, you do? Okay. Yes. Send it it our way. I have no idea what happens in High School Musical (laughs) 3. How exciting, Tyler. (laughs) Uh-huh. So, it was made for theater so they actually have a budget it looks I, that's pretty that's the only thing i know i and i know that and i know that in the like the dvd cover they have like graduation robes on because i, I did don't just know buy it, you the dvd that is right i don't well i i knew that from before anyway oh. but i like i don't know when it takes place in the school year does it take place over the course of a whole school year that seems like a lot anyway we need to leave Okay, Gio, do you have anything you want to plug this time around? Besides Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> yeah, just go watch that video. It's uh, kind of cringy, kind of funny. Uh, just a good watch all around. Awesome. And we'll plug our Twitter, at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally, at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-A-R-B-O-U-D-Y. Send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah, send us videos of you being cringe. <laughs> I can't watch other people be like, I have such a hard time with cringe. It's like, ugh, can't, can't do it. There's, there's some people on TikTok who are like really good at doing like the fake cringe. It's good. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you'd find at joewinslowmusic.com. I have been Condra. I've been Tyler. Oh, I've been Gio. And we'll see you next time to continue to listen to bet on it. <laughs> <laughs>